Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon, and today I am talking with Taylor Payne. And Well, Taylor, thank you for being here today. Michael, thanks for having me, man. I'm just glad we get to hang out again. It's a lot of it's fun. Gonna, it's going to be great. Taylor and I met a few weeks ago and had a, had a superb conversation and wanted him uh, to be on Experts Speak because, well, he is an expert, as you're going to um, learn here in just a minute. Taylor is the, uh, the CEO, co-founder of SpeakerFlow. And that's a, uh, that's a software coaching company. They work with experts to leverage systems. Did you hear that? Systems to help you take control of your business and stop spinning your wheels. And we're going to talk a lot about the different systems. How do you go about thinking about taking your business as a, as a thought leader? How do you take your business really to the next level? It has to be done systematically, methodically, and systemsly. Oh, that's word. I like that yeah. word. Anyway, so um, on a personal note, Taylor's a, a number one. He's got two R's in his, in his first name, which I really like. He's a car enthusiast. He's a musician and extremely left-handed. So I love that. Heck yeah. Taylor, uh, take a minute or two. Tell us, man, who are you? How in the world did you get to do this? Man, uh, does anyone really choose this path? Like, <laughs> does anyone like diligently set out and say, "That's I'm going to do this? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't run into I mean, those people. I don't know about yeah. you, but yeah, I, uh, I just stumbled into it, fell face first, basically, uh, got back up afterwards. But uh, yeah, no, what, what ended up happening, um, so I went to college, believe it or not, uh, to study uh, chemistry. So I was in a lab for 16 hours a day. I published wow. a paper. Uh, we were studying fuel cells and big nerd. I've always been a big fan of math and science Love and all it. these things, but it just wasn't for me. You know, I'm a very extroverted type of person. Uh, I'm a very driven person. And you know, the lab rats just, you know, weren't my forte necessarily. And that's okay. I'm really glad it exists, but I realized kind of in my university days that the university is a big business. And at some point I just realized I wanted to have my own business one day. And yeah. it took me about 10 years to realize my entrepreneurial spirit. But as I cataloged my teenage years, I was like, I mowed like hundreds of lawns. I knocked on 20,000 doors. I like hacked Wii's and Playstations and Xboxes and sold those. Like I always had that entrepreneurial spirit, but I didn't really identify with it until of course I was in college. And so I just kind of stopped and I said, okay, well, if I need to learn how to be a business owner one day, which I am not qualified to do right now, what are the most expensive skill sets to learn in master? And that was sales and that was marketing. So got an entry level sales pos position somewhere and became top performer very quickly. I kind of just had a knack for it, thankfully, because sales doesn't really come naturally to a lot of people. But this is where I got my first taste of systems. When they were training me, there was a law of averages that said 50 conversations, you're probably going to get one deal out of that. And you get three leads a day and you're going to close, you know, five new deals every single week. It, you know, like they had these mechanisms for taking something really abstract and saying, if you just follow the numbers, yeah. it will work out. And so I got good at this. And one day um, I was kind of, I would say, I got to a point where I was, I realized I was good with the one-to-one -one selling and I was really fascinated with the one-to-many selling, so marketing. Right. Yep. And I found a position at an Amish furniture store online. They sold Amish furniture online <laughs> out of all things. They were struggling a bit, as you can imagine with yeah. that market. And there's like 10 and $20,000 
sales, basically, like somewhere yeah. in between that average of 15K. How does somebody buy, swipe their card online for 15 grand with never talking to somebody? That stuff fascinated me. Wow. How do you build trust digitally? How do you do it in volume? And the thing about e-commerce stores is they need to be very systemized. You got to have automated orders and email marketing and SEO and paid advertising and all of these ways to nurture and sell digitally without talking one-to-one -one with a bunch of people because you need mm -hmm. to sell one-to-many. So I mastered this craft. This was my playground, basically. They didn't have a marketing or a director of marketing. And so I kind of just learned it all. The SEO, conversion rate optimization, paid ads, and just took what I had learned from one-to-one -one selling and moved it into that arena. So I started a marketing agency. I was like, okay, let's do the thing now. I've gotten the skill set to build some websites and do some marketing and attract clients. Like, let's start my own business. And so I figured, well, let's just market for other people. And so one day a company came along and said, well, hey, could you guys market for speakers, coaches, consultants, and we would just white label your services. So this company would sell our marketing services, we would deliver on it. And I was like, you wanna feed me business? Like, That's let's right. go for it, like, why not? <laughs> And I was like, so speakers, like the kind you listen to, like the, yeah. you know, like the sound? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Like yeah. people on stage. I was like, what do you mean? And they're like conferences. You know, you ever go to one of those? Like, yeah, of course. And I was like, those people get paid. I thought they were just marketing up there. And they're yeah. like, no, like they're talking five, 10, 15, $20,000. And I was like, oh boy. Yeah. And then of course, as a marketing agency, you hear that and you're like, well, if I could generate one or two deals off of that for somebody every month, like, why not? Like, let's see how it goes. Now, marketing, I might preface you with this, Michael, very A to Z process, you know, just like writing and publishing a book and getting it out there. Like if you follow the steps in the right order, you're going to turn leads on. You're going to get business from it. You're going to be an authority in your case, right? It's a, it's a process. So I said, why not? What could go wrong? That was a big mistake. Everything went wrong. You'd turn <laughs> on that lead faucet and nothing would happen. And a marketing agency's job is over when a lead gets generated. It's up yeah. to you, the business owner, to nurture that lead until they buy. And then you tell the agency if that person bought or not, then, then we can generate more of those leads. So where did it all go wrong? People didn't have systems. Uh, most speakers, coaches, consultants, in fact, to this day, 60% of them don't have CRMs, yep. barely do any email marketing, have all of their technology sit on a shelf. So you're not even ready for robust sales and marketing initiatives because there's not even a foundation in place to yeah. be able to have a systematic business basically. Preach, preach it. So that being said, I was at a juncture in my life and I was a generalist marketing agency and I found such passion working with thought leaders. Like uh, they wanna change the world, make it a better place. They're not, it's not like they're ignoring systems because they think they're above it. It's just, it's hard to learn. There are so many moving pieces. It's not your zone of genius. They're highly visionary and creative people. and. Yeah. You know, if we could make their businesses just a little bit more impactful, they would go out and change the world some more. And so once we did some, of course, validation testing, systemizing right. this business, we realized that everyone knows they need systems. So how could we create an operating system for people to run their business and then coach them how to systemize everything? And that was the birth of speaker flow. I love that, man. So many things we can dive deep on because how many speakers, coaches, consultants, how many of them want to make a bigger impact, but they're spending their time, they're spending their wheels doing LinkedIn outreach or Facebook outreach or whatever, and they, they're not experts at it, so it's not working like they should, but they're listening to everybody saying, you're going to make seven figures doing LinkedIn, I'll buy your course. Yeah, They're chasing, and even if they struck gold, they'd be in trouble because they don't have the CRM system 
Yeah. Might have to explain what that is to somebody. Um, to follow up, let's let's talk about the why CRM systems, email systems. Why is that important, and how that can help be take your speaking and consulting, make it a real business, so that you have yeah. predictable lead flow and conversion and follow up to unpack right. that because I think there are some people out there who just they're not making connecting the dots. Yeah, no, totally fair because not all of us are CRM experts. So right. CRM is you hear two words interchanged customer relationship management or contact relationship management. I prefer contact relationship management. And the reason is because it doesn't start when they become a customer like right. The CRM manages somebody's entire customer journey. In fact, what we believe is a CRM should be the hub to the entire business. And then every interaction that happens around that, every email you send, every sales call you had, every meeting that got booked, every invoice paid, every newsletter sent out, every survey taken, every contract signed, every project had, the list goes on and on, as you can imagine, all these tools. All of that information should get logged back in the CRM so you can see someone's entire customer journey unfold. So just let's unpack that. I'm going to name some names. So CRM, I use Infusionsoft, now yep. known as Keep. There's Zoho. Yep. There's HubSpot. So these are the names. When, when you hear those names, think CRM. Yep. And what you just explained, Taylor, is huge to understand you don't need one little thing over here and then I've got a Facebook thing over here and I've got a LinkedIn thing over there and I've got a newsletter thing over here. No, 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 no. It needs to all live together as part of that experience because why is it so important to understand that journey so you can see which of your prospects are warmer than others maybe? That's right. Yeah, of course. And, and, and so what having a CRM does, it allows you to make decisions based on data. So here's a really good example. Let's say you've got a CRM, you got some leads coming in, or you're finding cold leads, right? Like we've all have to build our businesses. So maybe we're doing cold outreach. You're reaching out to a few industries to figure out who's maybe most receptive. Maybe you got the dental industry, the insurance industry, and maybe tech startups. And you realize, whoa, tech startups are replying twice as often for twice as much money and they're converting the fastest because you can see that in the CRM. You say, wow, all of my business just came from tech startups in the last six months. Why would you focus your efforts on anything other than that if you have data that tells you where the money is at? Right. And so we end up spinning our wheels kind of chasing tactics, not even strategies, but tactics yeah. because we haven't identified where the cash is for our particular use inside of a market, basically. Yeah. And you mentioned something really important, predictable lead flow, predictable revenue. Predictable yeah. revenue is made out to be rocket science when you read about it because they want you to hire expensive consultants to help you figure right. this out. I'm gonna lay it out. It's three very simple variables. How much money do you have on your table? Meaning how much money do you have in opportunities? In a CRM, these are called deals. So people you ha have a sales conversation with that are kind of in the process of interested in buying from you, that's money on the table. Okay. How long on average does it take to convert? Meaning from the moment you had a sales conversation to the moment that you actually won the business, how long is that process front to back basically? So just to recap those two, we've got how much is on the table, how long does it take to convert? The last piece is what's the probability of it converting? So if you look at a CRM, your deal stages often have a probability associated to it. The very first stage, it's low, like 10%. 
you get a contract that sends out, you've got a 90% chance of that converting. So the average sales process might have seven different stages. Each of those have slightly different probabilities. A CRM is keeping track of that automatically for you. The probability, how long it takes, and how much money you have on your table. If you just fill out your deal pipeline, you've got predictable revenue, and the CRM can tell you how much money you're going to make next month. That's great. That's awesome. So here, here's the other thing about speaker flow. What I love about you guys is um, a lot of my clients don't have CRMs. They're not speakers, but they're accountants or they're whatevers. And I'm like, okay, you got to get a CRM. And then they call some, some company and they get a CRM and they're like, now what? what do I do with it? Yeah. <laughs> so, and quite honestly, everything that you're talking about there is starting to make my eyes glaze over because I'm like a, 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 a visionary. Sure. Right? I don't want to get into the numbers. I've got somebody on my team who can, but that's part of what you do with, with your clients, right? And so, so let's bridge that gap is, is number one, your, your CRM system should be the, the hub of all of your outreach, whether that's social media, email, whatever. It's all tracked there. But then how do you get this data? One of my coaches, marketing coaches has this phrase because um, having data or not knowing why something's not working causes us to get mad and frustrated. Yeah, and of course. he says, don't get mad, get data. Going back to what you oh, just said. nice. It's in your CRM system, but you need to figure out how to extract it, how to put it into a dashboard or something, and how to make sense of it so I know what to do to correct this frustration. You guys help with that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's actually the speaker flow didn't start off with technology. In fact, we didn't we didn't have our own technology. We say, Michael, what CRM you're using? You say Infusionsoft. I say, great, let's use that. Or we'd go use Pipedrive or HubSpot. There's literally not a single system that we haven't touched. And so we have to piece all these pieces together for people. Now, the challenge with that that we realize is that there would be a small mortgage for all this technology that they would be paying <laughs> yeah. for. And then, again, even though we'd set it up and it would be beautiful, the biggest thing is, well, now what do I do with it? Right. And what ends up happening is our behavior reverts back to the old way of doing things, inbox and a spreadsheet, because we don't necessarily connect the value of using the system yet. And so we realized before starting speaker flow, this is a coaching thing. Like we need to change behavior and transform the way people are thinking about their systems so that then they can get the data and the information and then actually get momentum behind it so they continue using it basically. And so that's where SpeakerFlow started. And then we realized, oh, well, it would be way easier on us if we just had one place to run all of our clients' businesses, basically, and then gave them the processes to use. And if they just followed what the system told them, no guesswork involved, dashboards already created, they would be more impactful. And so then we sought out to create that operating system, basically. So what I, what I mean to say about that is just like, let's say you want to get really, really fit. They say all the time, 30% is in the gym, 70% is in the diet, basically. 30% is in the tech, 70% is in the behavior, same thing. And so a lot of it is how do we enable the behavior to change so that the technology then becomes useful. Yeah, and that's awesome. And, and what, what I wanna say to speakers and coaches and authors and people out there, it doesn't, once you understand the behavior, once you are retrained, it really doesn't take that long because the CRM system, and correct me if I'm wrong, Taylor, but you guys can set it up so that I can open up the CRM system and my dashboard's there. It's telling me what I've, no what, I, what I lead, right? That's what systems are. Like, you, you know, think about all the things you have to remember. Oh, did I follow up with Joe or I got to reach out to that? Do I have that contract out? Like you have so much just short-term memory available to you in your head. And when you're bogged down by all that stuff, 
Like you, you don't have room to be a visionary, to be creative. You're not in your zone of genius. You get frustrated by it and you say to hell with it and then move on basically. And so basically what we need to do is remove that guesswork. And if we, the system is telling us what we need to do every day and we have a place to park tasks, you're, you're lowering your mental bandwidth and increasing it for other things that are much more interesting to you. And yeah, that's the whole point of a system is it tells you what to do. You have a safe place for things and you can rest confidently knowing that follow up task is going to pop up two weeks from now and not have to think about it. Absolutely. And when you when you put this in place, it's so much easier when you have a system like this to delegate to, let's say, a, a virtual assistant. That's right. Who can be trained because the system's now built. You just train them to run a system to do outreach, to follow up on emails, to manage, right? That's exactly right. And this is one of the biggest gaps we realized when we started speaker flow is we'd ask, well, what things have you tried in the past? Because, you know, people's surface level problems are, I want to make more money or I don't have enough time. Like what else does it boil down to really? And so like, okay, so what have you tried in the past? And so some would talk about systems. A lot of people would talk about bringing on VAs and then uh, there'd be this like, Oh, I've tried that before, but it just doesn't work for me. I can't, no one can do what I do. Okay. Well, what's your process that you're giving them? Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Like they're just supposed to have the process. No, 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 no. They, they don't have the process. Like they are taskers. They aren't strategic thinkers. They're not going to be writing your copy. They're not going to be knowing what cadence to outreach to people in. Like you have to figure out the strategy, which is where all of you should thrive, by the way, being visionaries. You have to think about the strategy, the process that somebody is going to follow and then delegate that process. Do this task by task. And the beautiful thing about this is now you have a self-governing team. Because if stuff is documented, you can hold people accountable. There's no guesswork in whether or not they're actually doing their job because you're going to see it all unfold the way you want it to unfold. And so this is one of the largest industries of VA turnover. And the biggest reason Mm -hmm. is because experts want to just bring somebody on to just solve all their problems for them. They call it now the new fancy word for this is online business manager. So what that means is do everything for me that I don't want to do. And instead actually determining what is somebody's role, how are they going to do it, how am I going to hold them accountable. And so VAs don't want to stick around with people for a long time because they're not the strategic thinkers and they're getting a bunch of pressure and all they want is to check boxes and people, experts, aren't giving them that opportunity. And so yeah. everyone's frustrated. Yeah, that, that's huge because we've got, we've got a couple of VAs that work with us, but fortunately my son has built systems, documented everything. He manages the VA. He works right. with them to make sure. And yeah, one is just a task manager. Like I said, she just, she rocks, but that's because all she, she doesn't have to think. Right. She follows the process. The other one's more of an executive, you know, administrative assistant for my son. She can put some brain power in it because that's a different type of VA. But most business owners don't even know how to build a simple system. That's right. And that's what it they, it, it, all I hear and, and I'm, I get frustrated is, scale your business, right? Scale. You're ready to, I'm ready to scale my business. And it's like, if you don't have systems in your business, you're not scaling anything. No scaling. What does that even mean? What are you scaling? Exactly. Yeah. Like m- money yeah. is, are you saying you want to make more money? Was that what scaling means to yeah. you? Cause no. it's not, it's so much more than that. It's, it yeah, is. I totally hear that. Yeah. So I, that's, that's why I love what, what you guys do at speaker flow is you you've created something really, like you said, from, by falling on your face and looking up and going, wow, this is what it is. You, you, you focus a lot on the, the speaker industry, hence speaker flow, but coaches, 
right? Oh, yeah. Consultants, that's really your, your niche. And we know in that market, but really in every market, I mean, I work with financial advisors who don't have a CRM system. <clears throat> so don't, if you don't have a CRM system, don't beat yourself up, reach out to, to speaker flow, have a conversation with Taylor and say, okay, here's where I am. What can you do? And you guys got you know two or three different pathways, I think, yeah. for, for, for business owners. So it's not a one and done type thing. And as you can tell from the conversation we've had, he, you know, he's really high pressure and he's going to <laughs> twist your arm, right? Yeah. Good golly. That's the thing I love yeah. about Zoom anymore is like, I'll meet with anybody because I can just hit end meeting and I'm That's done. That's exactly right. Worst case scenario, you can just dip out. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's no big deal. But as we're coming, I mean, obviously this is not a, okay, I start with you and next week my business has changed. Oh, I no. wish it was. This is a process. This is a, a business growth strategy that if you don't have a CRM system that you're logging into on a daily basis that says, oh, here are your four appointments, here are your three emails or whatever it is, and here's the data from lead generation that you're doing, here's the marketing, all of it. If you don't have that, you don't have a business right. at the end of the day. You, you, have a, you might have a high-paying job, but you don't have a business that will run without you. I was able to go to a mastermind meeting in Dallas last week, spent four days away from my business, and I came back and we just picked up and it ran without me because I've built systems and I have Caleb, which really helps. Um, but he's built systems and, and things aren't, he's got COVID right now. Okay. He's like, it's okay. Cause my executive assistant, Sophia, she's going to run everything while I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Like, this is good. I'm in a great place in business because we've spent the last two years building systems, using a CRM, all of that. That's a business. That's exactly and, right. and I think too many speakers and, consultants and things they just don't get it they don't they don't know how much money they're leaving on the table because they're spending all their days posting on linkedin That's or right. tiktok or whatever not that those are bad they're, they can all be productive but you got to get down to the basic the core i love how you said the, the the hub your crm is the hub it's the central part and it can have two tentacles or 20 tentacles coming out of it what, what do you need that's exactly right. That's yeah. what you guys do. And, and you've got a coaching element in there, which I really love because it's not like, well, here, buy my CRM for $297 a month. And oh, by the way, you got to go learn how to use it. No, 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 no. We're here. Yeah. We're going to help guide, right? Yeah, that's totally right. Yeah, the coaching program. So it goes basically, you know, like how I mentioned the CRM is meant for the customer journey. What yeah. processes exist outside of the business that don't relate to that? Mm -hmm. You either have lead capture or generation, lead capture, lead nurture, sales development operations, delivery, and uh, maybe recruiting, basically. Yeah. So we look at somebody's entire customer journey. What do you have right now? Where are the gaps? What are the things that are working? Then we just strategically plan out all of those processes. And we say, okay, we'll put those into the system for you. You don't even have to mess with the technology. You use them, you let us know how it's going, and then we're gonna iterate for however long you wanna keep the whole thing going, basically. So it's basically just done for you business in a box with it, your it, brain at the table as the business owner done for you business in a box. I love that because um, what, you know, the other thing that I talk about a lot and you just hit on it is having an outside perspective into business. Yeah. I've got three marketing coaches, right? I'm a marketing expert, right? But I've got three marketing coaches looking at my business because I'm so close to it. Business owners need somebody like you to go, yeah, but you know, if you did it this way, you'd save this, this, and that. And that because You've got experience looking at other industries, but the fact that you bring it all together, you talk with the business owner, you're like, okay, we'll take care of that. Here it is, run it, let's see. 
they're not, you, you don't have to spend a bunch of time learning systems. You just let Taylor and his team figure it out for you. Be your business growth strategist in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's just a different lens we look at things through, you know, rather than just sales strategy. It's like, well, it starts well before that. So let's build yeah. some systems. And then naturally, those things will, you know, start to happen. Yeah, because you could spend all the money you want on sales on LinkedIn or whatever you want, get people calling you. But if you're not capturing their data, if you're not following Using up, knowing it, when, yeah. you're toast, stop it. Yeah. One, uh, my business coach, he said something very interesting. Uh, well, he said lots of things. There's a few things. I hear him in the back of my head literally all the time, Michael. So the benefit of having outside perspective. But Absolutely. one of the things uh, he told me was, well, he asked me a question first. And he's like, are you an entrepreneur or are you a freelancer? And this was at a time in my life where I was like, I was gigging around. I yeah. was just doing it myself. And I didn't have systems to lean on and all of those things. And I, it kind of... And if you think about it, speakers, they call it a gig. Coaches, they call it a gig wow. as if they're a garage band. So it's, yeah. it's even nested in our language that often we default to just being freelancers, basically. Yeah. And instead, if we start thinking like entrepreneurs, then this is where we start to say, okay, well, I need systems to do things for me. I need people to do things for me. And then now you start to think just differently about how you approach the business. So yeah. that's the thing I think about all the time is, are you a freelancer or are you an entrepreneur? And no hate if you want to be a freelancer. That's I mean, okay. it, that's great. That's awesome. But it's not what we hear most people want. That's right. It's fascinating because the picture that just came into my mind is everybody wants to be like Tony Robbins or yeah, right. Seth Godin or start with why I got Simon Sinek, right? I guarantee they have a CRM system. They have they've built procedures, and they have people, tech people, and process. Yeah, systems. So if you want to become like them, whether you want to be an international or just even in your little market, you need to model what they do. And they've all started with CRM of some nature, and they've built from there because you'll never grow past your own shadow unless you have systems and people and resources. That's right. Taylor, Payne, oh, thank you. Speaker flow, how do, how, how do people take that next step and just find you? Yeah, well, the website, obviously. got We got lots of systems there. And in fact, um, so this is pretty cool. We have a resources page, speakerflow.com slash resources. Mm -hmm. It's ungated content, 30 PDFs, infographics, just we give it all away. Literally every process we teach in our coaching program Go take it and run with it. And if you want help with it, hit us up. But uh, we're definitely of the mindset to give it all away because chances are you won't want to do it by yourself. So if that's you, then you can hit us up after that. But go check out the resources. Start getting basic systems in your business. And if they help, definitely reach out and let us know because we want to hear about those wins. But that's the best Absolutely. place to start. That's great. Speakerflow.com and then slash resources for free ungated content. That's right. You don't no hear emails, that very much. Nothing. No nonsense. Just take it and run with it. I love it. Taylor, it's been a great conversation. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us, Michael. Appreciate hey, you. You're welcome. Let's stay in touch and see how we can uh, serve more people and get more businesses to grow through systems. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.